Hello and welcome back to Lacal Show. So this podcast, I let my Instagrammers choose what I should speak about. I picked one person's suggestion. They suggested different ways to motivate yourself. So here it is, different ways to motivate yourself. Before I get into it, if you thought this podcast was interesting or great to listen to, why not share it for me with friends, family, work colleagues, or share it on your social medias as well. So what is motivation? Motivation is a reason or a reason for acting or behaving in a particular way. Well, that is what Google says anyway, but we know what Google's like. Sometimes I'm reliable. But let's talk about ways to motivate yourself in a different environment. So that might be at school, college or your workplace. It could even be going to the gym or doing different sports you may enjoy. You could be trying to motivate yourself, a work colleague, or if you're a director or CEO, manager, area manager. How do you motivate your staff? If you're a director or CEO with a lot of employees, you have no, literally no excuse at all to not motivate your staff. There's a very powerful tool called WhatsApp. WhatsApp allows you to send a broadcast message to all of your staff. Literally, all you have to do is, well done today, and you add all of your staff members into that broadcast, and it'll send it individually. It's not a group chat, individual messages. Take a day out of your schedule and send those messages. could be once a month, could be once a week or bi-weekly. But remember, without those employees, your business is absolutely nothing. Even suppliers for your business, send them a message. Without them, you wouldn't have the products to even sell. But first, let's talk about how to motivate yourself. So the first way is to keep remembering what you are trying to achieve. Sometimes we need a little boost to help get us going on the task or project. Say out loud or write down the reasons why you you need to do something. Tell yourself the benefits of getting it done. For example, you might say I'm going for a run right now because I want to become fitter or I need to do this homework so I can get an A star. Remember, remind yourself of the dangers of procrastinating. Promise, uh, promise yourself something like, if I get this done now, I can leave work early today. Or if I can get this out of the way, I can work on something more fun. Or build a vision board. That is a that is an amazing thing, vision boards, with images that represent what you want to accomplish in your life. It will help serve as a reminder of what you really, really care about. The second great way of motivating yourself is to... So the second great way of motivating yourself is... So have you ever been at work or at school dreading hours and hours of learning? You've got to write this essay... If you break your day into smaller segments, so a massive thing, GCSEs are coming up. If you segment what you're actually doing, you're going to get more work. It's easier to deal with. Start with easier tasks that you can complete quickly to build momentum. For example, instead of saying I have to work all morning, 
say I'm going to write this report in one hour. Then I will go to the meeting at 11 and then it will be lunchtime. So if you break it down in that way, for one, your day goes quicker and it feels like you're getting more done within that day. Instead of just thinking, oh, I can't get all of this done in this set amount of time. Break them down. Block off segments and tasks in a planner or calendar app. I use it all the time. Personally, I use my calendar. If you're on iPhone, you can split the time up. You can set yourself reminders of what you need to do. I do it all the time. Use different colours to mark off different tasks and time blocks. This can break up your day and make it easier to face. My mum done it in her old job. She used to use post-it notes in different colours to go uh, order of importance. Or shall I say colour of importance? But you get the gist of it. So it's so much easier doing that way, breaking stuff down. Trust me, it works. The third best way to motivate yourself is make your activities fun. If you're dreading a task or, or activity ahead, it can be difficult to even start it. In this case, find a way to make the task more exciting. You may include other people or challenge yourself in a new way. Mixing up things can also help you get these things done. For example, if you went to if you want to become fitter but hate going to the gym, take an exercise class such as kickboxing, zumba, or something like yoga. It's it's fun, it's enjoyment, it's not oh I'm gonna have to go on the treadmill today and run or walk thirty minutes. That's boring. Do something exciting that's gonna actually motivate you to get up and do that. Or if you're studying for an exam, most of the time I was the same. I studied on my own. But compete with a friend. So go to the library, compete with a friend. See who can answer the most questions correctly or solve the problem the fastest. It's a great way. So competitiveness, if I said that right, I'm not very good at long words. But that will help you motivate yourself because you, Everyone wants to become better than someone else. So do that. It's a brilliant way. So they are my top tips to motivate yourself. And here are how you can motivate your workforce. If you're a manager, area manager, CEO, director, or anything like those, this is how to motivate your staff or employees. The first way, as mentioned before, is send a WhatsApp message to your staff members. Even a broadcast message, that's just a generic message, and send them all at once is amazing. So you're, I get it all the time. Even the boss of Tesco, for example, even, okay, cool, he's got a lot of employees. But he can still do it, say, I don't know, every week, message a different store. It might take a long time, but they'll respect you. Even if it's not personalised, so I'm not saying, oh, you've got a thousand employees, go, oh, hi, Callum, you've done really well. Or, hi, John, you've done really well. Hi, Lucy, you've done really well. I'm not I'm not saying that. But if you send a non-personalised message, they will still respect you for it because you're taking the day out of your busy schedule to actually message them, and it will boost their confidence. For example, 
So let's say a central Lon- central London store, Cannon Street. They had the best ever month of trading. Why not send all of the staff members of that store a message saying well done and keep up the hard work? Or maybe even give them an incentive. Goals are a great way to motivate people. For example, if you sell a £1,000 worth of our own branded sellotape, very random, I know, I'm currently staring at sellotape. But if you do that, you can have a free £25 voucher to spend in store. Ten employees work for you in that small little Tesco Express, Sainsbury's Express, whatever I just said. That's £200 for reaching target. That's nothing. If they've just sold a £1,000 worth of just sellotape, you can afford £200 to give them a voucher saying, look, £20 gift card, you can spend it in store in whatever you want. But that's only if they hit target of a certain thing. It could even be a store target of, say, you've got to do 20k this week. They've never hit it before, but they've done it for this once. Why not? Give them something to keep motivating them to hit 20k. And if they hit, keep hitting 20k every single week, raise that target to, say, 22.5k. And if they keep reaching it, they keep getting vouchers. At the end of the day, it's free money. It will motivate them get that free money but back onto whatsapp it's such a powerful tool of connecting with people another way of sending a broadcast message is why not record yourself saying it and share it you may be way too busy to get to the store and say it face to face to face to face to all the staff members i understand that but they can see you without you even being there it's such a great way. I promise that your company will be so much more grateful. Well, your employees will be so much more grateful for taking the time out of your day to send a well done message and be even more grateful seeing the video of it. That will motivate them to do even better. And then, for one, you're making more money as a business as well. second way I would suggest is making their workplace happy. A happy place to work in? You may think, how's this going to motivate staff better? Sorry if you can hear the paper going. Just got a... I lost my train of thought. My little script. Anyway, I'm losing track. I'm a very strange guy, if you haven't realised already. But anyway, so Innocence Movie have a very relaxed policy of uniform and what you can, basically what you can wear to work. It makes sure they are comfortable and proactive at work. They're happy to get up in the morning. The amount of times I see it on Instagram, Snapchat, or people messaging me saying, just can't be bothered to go to work today. Why is that? Is it just because they're lazy, which, to be fair, big percentage is? Or is it because you're not making that workplace fun? Maybe you're not making that workplace comfortable for them to actually work in. But let's say, I don't know, you're in a very hot office, central London, you're on the 28th store, sun is beaming through the windows. You've got no aircon, you've got no ventilation, you've got no blinds. That's not a comfortable place to work in. 
especially in London with the humid heat. You can be sitting in a room, sweating, and all you're doing is typing. But why not invest in, say, aircon? Get some blinds. This will just make your employees happy. Your staff will be more likely and more efficient at working that more stuff are going to get done. This links back into motivation, motivating yourself because they will use what I've just, well, if they ever listen to this, but they're motivating themselves because they're comfortable at work. The reason for that is because you're motivating them by doing the right thing, making it comfortable at work. Honestly, if you can, there's a few documentaries on working for Google, working for Innocent. Check them out because not you don't have to be in suit and tie at work. You don't. Unless it's an important meeting, then okay, fair enough. You need to be presentable. But if no one's going to see you and you're typing insurance stuff, why not dress in shorts, a t-shirt, especially in this heat, or in the freezing, cold, snowy times? Why not let them wear pyjamas? They're going to be more comfortable, more proactive, I promise you. But I cannot comment on much more about motivating your staff or your employees, as I only work in quite a small retail business that I manage. But as even my own business, I work for myself doing that. I've got no other staff. I only speak to suppliers. But even then, I still mess- give a message bi-weekly, monthly to suppliers that I use saying, thank you. Well done. Keep up the good work. I'm really impressed. That will motivate them even harder. But, hey, I hope you enjoyed these insights on how to motivate yourself and your employees in a workplace. If this has helped you though, can you please, I sound like one of those adverts now, can you please donate £3 a month? But no, I'm not asking that, but if that, if this podcast really has helped, if you wouldn't mind, you can now review podcasts. So if you can leave me a review, hopefully five stars, I hope, I might not be the best, I might go off track, but I'm a little man. Well, little man, big man. Obviously, you can't see me because you're listening. It's not a video. But, please, it would mean a lot if you can share this with friends, family, work colleagues as well. Even your social media. Some of my friends do it. Big ups to all of you. You're all legends. Thank you. You're just helping me reach my goal one day, being a TEDx speaker. And if you've got goals that you want to reach, message me. I have got time for everyone. All of my socials are going to be in the description. Please DM me, Snapchat me, email me, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you for listening. I'm Cal, and this has been The Cal Show. Have a lovely weekend, guys. So, this episode is, basically I'm going to freestyle it, I've got no scripts or anything, I'm just going to talk about my week, and what I've seen, what I've heard, and just talk about a load of random stuff. I think this is the way I'm going to do it now, Um, just do a longer podcast, 
that you might get bored of, don't really care, it's kind of a vlog on YouTube, but without the video, so anyway, welcome back to the cow show, uh, if you found any of these podcasts helpful, please, please share them, and I'm pretty sure you can review them now on stuff like Spotify, uh, Beezer or Breaker, whatever it's called, I can't remember anymore, but so, let's talk about my week, so, well, see, it's always hard when you freestyle. So the first thing that I've seen a lot recently, as I follow quite a lot of travel influencers, they're, I'm living my best life by sitting on the sunbed and getting a tan. My personal opinion on it, it's not your best life, let's be honest. For one, okay, you've worked hard, you've earned money, you deserve a rest, don't get me wrong. But is that really your best life? No, I would have, I would have quoted, I'll oh, live in my best holiday or best holiday ever. Not your best life. Let's be honest. Why? Because. So basically, me and a group of friends, known them for quite a while now, we're planning a holiday for next year. Hopefully around my birthday. Now, I haven't told them this yet. But this is why I keep saying April. So I can fucking go on holiday, to be honest. Mind my language. It's been a long day. Yeah, so they're all going to be relaxing in the pool, private villa, chilling, drinking. But there's going to be certain times there where I will have my laptop. I'll probably have both of my laptops. And I'm still doing work. I'm still connecting with people, with other businesses. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on in this podcast but I'm still working out there and you can still get a tan by being on your laptop and being on the sunbed in my opinion that's that's living my best life I'm making money I'm working and I'm getting a tan I'm enjoying myself you can even do that at the pool stuff like that I just don't agree with it personally living your best life but who am I to judge never judge anyone and that brings me nicely on to my experience on the train. So just sitting there, just minding my own business, just on LinkedIn, talking to a few um, suppliers out in China about a couple of businesses I might be doing in the near future. But just this woman sat next to me and she was not 40 and she's trying to be 20 on FaceTime to her boyfriend. And next thing you know, I just see the phone on me. I'm like, what the, f- what the hell's going on here? And then, as you do, got AirPods in. And I just pulled some music. I was just listening. Don't lie, everyone does it on trains. If something's interesting or you think they're speaking about you. And she was. And she was taking a piss to her boyfriend. I didn't hear her boyfriend, um, her boyfriend what he was saying. But you can just tell, like, why would you put the camera on someone? For no reason and start laughing so I'm quite a big lad if you've ever seen me before you'd know quite a big lad don't really give a flying care in the world I do but I don't but it made me think why should someone be judging someone because of the way they look you shouldn't everyone in my opinion is beautiful in their own way inside out like it don't matter if you're in a wheelchair you're still beautiful in your own way. Everyone's got flaws. 
trust me, no one is ever perfect. As as much as you think you are, or you think other people are, they're really not. Right? If you're perfect, you would never have anything going on behind closed doors. You see it all the time. Oh, by the way, I am recording this in my garden. It's the only place I can actually get some peace. So you might hear birds, you might hear a bloody train, because I'm... You can bloody hear the train from miles away. But you might hear that. I'll just let you know now. But yeah, why should people judge each other? I just... In, I think it's wrong. I've never judged anyone. If I, I might have a joke around with someone, but they're close mates. So I'd never do it to someone I never know at all. Like me and my granddad always have banter. We always judge each other. We all say nasty things to each other but that's love that's like banter love if i'm gonna get that trend in hashtag banter love no i'm not that type of person but if you want to start trending it credits to me but yeah it's crazy like if i really wanted to i could judge her for being a nasty person but i'm not she clearly you're doing it because someone's there influencing you to do that and that goes back to my podcast about social media is these bloody companies do my head in size zero size six bloody models it's crazy it's ridiculous obviously i own a fashion business and you have to look at influencers you have to see what they're doing within the market and you can roll with that and you can try and be one step ahead of that but just I think is wrong. I've never followed people like Kim K. I think she's a disgusting woman. Her new brand is Shapewear. What a load of crap that is. You got you got people modified bodies. You you're saying embrace your body. Wear a fit called what's it called? It's basically like underwear stuff that shapes your body. Why? You you shouldn't need that type of stuff. Like, if you're dead set on losing weight, then go to the gym, do it. But you don't need to, unless, like, unless your doctor said, look, certain blah, 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 you, you need to do it, or you're affecting your health quite badly. But even then, as much as doctors suggest this stuff, they suggested it to me, and cool yeah i should and is that selfish yeah but fuck it don't really care to be honest but oh i say but a lot so please bear with i i just think it's wrong so anyway back to influencers so i don't follow any of these size six models well i tell a lie i kind of do kind of don't but mm, the majority I follow is curvy women, plus size, because that is where the market is growing. So I follow a lot of them and I agree. They're showing off their body and they feel comfortable in it, so body positive. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see in my bio, I'm part of that. I'm part of being positive in the way you, the way you look. So I think that's a massive thing people need to stop giving a care about. And these businesses design the brands 
like off-white and they do medium and large. Why? You're just cutting down your market. Surely you'd want to get more money as a business. So why not do XL, 2XL, and then more people can wear your brand? This is what I don't get. So don't get me wrong, I have bought off-white stuff in the past, but not clothing. I bought, like, bags. I bought a new belt today from off-white. Because I, I do like the brand, I like their ethos and where the owners come from and what he's done. It's very similar to myself. But stuff like that, I think clothing-wise, expand your market. Fucking do it. Because you're making more money and you're being part of this new so-called generation era of... It's fine to be curvy. It's fine to be over... Well, I don't say overweight, but plus size. It's fine to be like that now. But in my opinion, never judge anyone. You can judge me all you want. I don't really care. I won't listen to you if you say nasty things. I get it all the time on my Instagram. You get DMs saying, oh, you're ugly and all this shit. Don't care. As long as you're positive about yourself, then that's fine. If you've got the, If you think you've got the right to judge other people, clearly you are not comfortable within yourself. You know you're a nasty person. And this is a massive thing. Why can't we all just be nice to one another? Don't understand it. But, hey, that's judging people. Let's move on swiftly. Bloody trains. That's like three that's gone past in ten minutes. But, so, another thing. So, had a couple of meetings today with one with bank managers, one with a supplier, which I can't really announce yet because it's a new business that I might be starting. And then I've been talking to a couple of people as well. So if you know me, I've invested in about three businesses so far. Let me have a little back. But I've invested in about three businesses, I think. Yeah, three businesses. I should know. It's my money. So, investors, oh, mate, they're annoying. So, they'll give you the money, but they want a return. So, say if you lend someone £200, they'll want that £200 back and a, a cut of the profits. I am not like that. In the day, I never had an investor. I started with £100, and I won't tell you how much my company is worth. Because there's a lot of gold diggers around here at the moment. But I'm not judging you because I would never judge anyone. But there's a lot of people that do DM me saying, oh, you got loads of money. Oh, let's go for a drink. Let me guess. I'm paying. But anyway, so my business is in profit. It's doing quite well. But I never had that cash injection. Started with £100. And I've grown it. I've used my skills that I know. And if I haven't, I listen to podcasts. It's why I like. I listen to a hell of a lot of other podcasts. And they inspire me. So the retail business I'm in now, the owner and founder, he's got a podcast. And I listen to it every single time. Because he's the same as me. Never had that cash injection. He was just using the skills and knowledges that he knows. And what he's been through. And like, looking at the market. Okay. 
it's not really like. But he's done well for himself, extremely well, and I look up to him a lot. And if you work with me, if you know who I am, people I work with in the retail business, you'll know how much respect I've actually got for the guy. So, oh, going on the tangent, this is another problem with not having a script in front of you. But investors, so they want to cut off the profit, whereas I was speaking to a young lady the other day, and she's got a eyelash company. And I said, she, she just wants to start her own business. And I said, why haven't you? Oh, just, I don't know if it's going to work or anything like that. And I said, look, if you need the money to get your first order in, just let me know. And that profit, when you're ready, just repay me. Obviously, it's going to be signed and everything, proper contract. But look, if you need £300, here you are, here's £300. Pay me back when you can, when you're within profit. Don't leave yourself short. So I'm helping other businesses strive. I'm helping someone live their dream without being a greedy and asking for money for that. Personally, I think it's wrong. Of course, you need to make money. That's fair enough. But I think this success leads me on to another thing that I'm actually going to nick from another podcast. But yeah, investment. So I've had two companies this week and I've had quite a lot so one of them was I kind of went to her and said do you want an investment there's another person who dm'd me on instagram saying look I've got this idea can you invest I mean cool what's your idea they told me it to be fair it was actually a good idea and then I said do you have a business plan do you know what market you want to go to would what's the future actual plan and they couldn't give me anything no business plan nothing and if you know me I've got a lot of time for people a hell of a lot I make time to speak to people when I'm busy I'm extremely busy I can't get back to you but if you're gonna dm me asking me to invest within a company and you haven't even done any research of the market or anything like that, I'm not going to invest in you. Hell no. Until you've done all of that and you come back to me saying, look, I'm sorry, I effed up the first time. I've actually sit down, I've taken a month, two months, three months, six months, going, look, this is the business plan, this is where I went to. And I can help. I can help do that. And if I think it's good for myself and I think it's going to work, I'll invest. If not, I'll give you pointers. As long as you do the groundwork and you've worked hard to do that, then fine, I'll do that. No problem at all. I'll invest within that company. So, um, I want to see them succeed as well as myself. So, success. Way leads me on to the next thing. I'm going to talk about quite a lot in this podcast. If you do ever get bored, you can just skip it. In the description, I might put, like, oh, 10 minutes talking about success. Well, we're on 15 minutes, 16 minutes now, anyway, about success. But what really is success? Uh, so I'm going to nick this from another podcast that I've listened to. But I'm going to talk about what I think success actually means to myself. So success... A lot of people think 
success is how much money you've made. So, for example, you could be a millionaire living on your own, having a nice car, but you've got no passengers. Is that really success? I suppose it is. You've made money. Cool. But in my opinion, success is making an empire. So you've made the money, you've got the ground floor, you can retire early. Cool, that is success. But do you have a family? Do you have children? Do you have a beautiful wife that you can see yourself being with forever? Do you have a car where your wife and kids can go into? And do you have a car for yourself and your wife? So like a two-seater. It doesn't have to be a Ferrari or a supercar, I'm not saying that. It could just be like a a nice-looking GTR or something, because they're quite cheap at the moment. It could be something like that. But do you actually have that? That's my form of success, is having that empire where you've got family and friends, you've got a beautiful children, you've got a beautiful wife. In my opinion, that is success. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people don't want a wife, they don't want children. That's fair enough. But what you need to do is literally look at what is your dream, what is your goal, and work towards it. Um, So on Snapchat and Instagram, I'll put all of my details below so you can have a look over. But I always post stuff like quotes. I try and do it daily, to be honest. I'm always a grumpy sod in the morning anyway, so it's probably the worst time to actually message me but I always post stuff about success and daily quotes bro I do love a good quote there's stuff like that it's perfect let me have a look at that but on a real like success I'll tell you what actually if you've got to this point and I haven't bored you to death which most people I probably have, but send me a message saying what do you think success means to yourself? Because everyone, everyone, another train, four trains now. But what is your form of success? What do you think it means to yourself? Because everyone is different. I'm not saying everyone's the same. You can copy what my form of success is, or just send me a message. What do you think it is? That would be perfect, actually. And then I can start communicating with followers and not business people all the time. Just draining, talking about jargon. I'm I'm not posh sod. Don't really talk formal. I prefer to talk informal, but of course, society means you have to talk formal these days. Especially within business. But yeah, send me a message. What do you think success really means? So you know what I think it now means? So what else has caught my eye this week? I'm going to have a few seconds to think. Hmm. Do you know what? It's actually really hard. I've been really busy this week. So let's talk about what I've done today. So, kind of already done that, haven't I? 
let's not do that. Beginning of the week, just doing managerial stuff. Tuesday, went to an, another retail shop to go speak to them. So that's, ah, there we go, that's a good one. So, my last podcast, I spoke about motivation. So, I go to other shops within the retail business I work in. And I go there to learn new stuff. And the other shops I usually go to, they're my senior leader. So, my area manager, my manager, my executive manager, or whatever you want to call it. But you go there and you speak to them and you just want praise. Well, you don't want praise, you want constructive praise. So they'll go, oh, look, you didn't do this quite well this week, last week. But if you do a different technique, that's the best way to learn, is to ask for techniques. And that is the same with jobs. Man, the hardest thing is finding a job this day and age. I'll tell you what. It's actually easy as hell. So a lot of the time, if you use Indeed, I used to use it quite a lot. But you go on there and it'll go, oh, look, there is a vet vet vacancy at your local place. So the biggest thing that I see and people tell me is, I've wrote a CV. It looks really good and I've applied, but I haven't got the job. Okay, you might not have got the job, but are you following up with that? Are you messaging the employer going, Oh, sorry to bother you, but what what can I do? Like, what can I do better? And most of the time, they, you might not get a reply, but if they do, you can work on that. And it also shows them, so if any future vacancies actually turn up, they know, oh, look, he's taken the time out of his day. That is now the fifth train that's going past. But you've taken the time out of your day to actually ask them, oh, what can I do better? And that subconsciously in their head thinks, oh, do you know what? He actually does give a damn about his future or her future. They actually care. And it's the same with, don't just send a bloody CV. Send a cover letter and make it personalised. Do some research so it's an independent vet shop. Look, have some research into them. Oh, they've been trading for four years. It's a family-run business. Mention that. Mention, oh, dear sir or madam, I'm applying for this job because I think blah, 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 blah. You'll be good at it. All of that bloody... I bloody drop my stuff on the bloody mud. But message them about that. And then go, oh, I see your... It's been a business for four years. I can see it's family run. I go, oh, I hope it's going really well. And how do you think you can be the best, for example, receptionist? What do you think you can do better? What is your characteristics? It could be, I'm really enthusiastic. I've got really good phone manner. I've got really good customer face-to-face. I can speak to people. Mention that in a cover letter and make it personalised to them. Don't copy and paste it. Make it personal. Personal, personal, I can't even bloody say the word. Personal, personalization. There we go. Say it nice and slowly. Makes a massive difference of getting the job. People don't really care about grades anymore, to be honest. 
it's all about how you portray yourself. Man, grades have never meant anything from when I've got jobs, if I'm being honest. This day and age, we've got technology to help us count. Unless you're, of course, going to be a mathematician and a math teacher, then yes, maths might be vital. But in most retail jobs, grades really don't matter at all. As long as your charisma is is portrayed as really good to the employer, they'll employ you. That's a massive thing these days. So yeah, make sure it's personalised. And I've completely forgotten what I was just talking about because I went on a random bloody talk. Oh, I think I'm going to have to make this podcast explicit. But, hey who? And I can hear another train. That is six trains now. I should go next factor. But yes, CVs, jobs, make it personalised. You can find a job easy. Just make yourself look the best. Don't be lazy. I mentioned this in the podcast ages ago, how to get a job. Refer back to that because it worked for me and it was going to work for you. Anything else that's been on my mind today? Um, uh, nothing much, to be honest. Nothing much on my mind. Nothing, to be honest. So, in that case, I shall end the podcast here. Thank you if I haven't bored you to death and you got to this point. Thank you so much for listening. You're an absolute legend because I probably would have got bored to myself when I listened to this back. But I have to to make sure I don't sound like an absolute plonker. Yep, definitely going to have to make this explicit now. But yes, I'm Callum. This has been The Cow Show. If you wouldn't mind doing me a favour, if you can share this. And please, if you can, review as well. Honestly, just you can send a DM to 50 people on Instagram. That's all you have to do. Just share it out with people. Share the link or just go, look, go follow this guy. He's got a podcast. He talks about a load of crap. But sometimes it can be helpful. So if you wouldn't mind, please share that for me. You'll be an absolute legend. Anyway, I hope you have a lovely evening. And I'm going to try and do a podcast every Friday, weekly. And it's going to be around half an hour. Maybe a bit longer. Could be an hour. Don't actually know. But I definitely think next time I'm going to take notes about what to speak about. And go back to the, the way I've done it before. But make it longer. Talk about my whole week. But anyway. Oh, see, look. I've done it again. I'm going to shut up now. Enjoy the rest of your evening, enjoy the rest of your week, and have a lovely, 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 I ain't got a clue, just have a lovely evening. Cheers guys, see you later.